This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. Hello, gorgeous. It is Lala Kent. Welcome back to the Give Them Lala podcast with Jessica Walter. Hi, everyone. It's me. Surprise. This is Jess. You told me that someone DM'd you over the weekend. What did they say? Listen, you guys, I get a lot of, in my opinion, funny, but in most people's opinions, they're mean DMs. And I just kind of look at them and give a little and then move on with my day. But this one girl said, Lala was just playing. She was recording herself and I was talking in the background and she was playing the video back to her and I heard my voice but didn't know it was me. And my first thought was, who is that fucking annoying girl? <laughs> and then I realized it was me, which made me laugh because over the weekend, a girl with a dog as her profile pic, of shocker, course. um, DM'd me and she said, if I have to hear your voice one more time, I'm going to rip my ears off. So, well, troll <laughs> with the dog as her profile picture. If you continue listening to the podcast, you're going to hear Jess's voice. So you might as well start ripping your ears off now. I'm so sorry, though, because I feel your pain. I didn't even know that was me. And I was like, God, turn that off, Lala. So. No, I love your voice. <laughs> and can I tell you, when I listen to the podcast, yeah. I say, you know, yeah. all the time. And I'm like, oh my God, you're so annoying, you Lala. Know? Really? I have to stop saying after everything I say. That's You know? That's so funny because I don't even realize that. It. Oh, it's so annoying. I've really? got to stop. Really? Yes. No, I don't even realize it. Wait, so happy freaking because over the weekend you were at the pumpkin patch celebrating four years eh, buddy, eh, buddy, of eh, sobriety. Buddy. Very exciting. Tell me about your weekend. My weekend was a lit AF. We went to... So I I knew it's it's one day at a time. So I don't want anyone who's in the program to be triggered by what I'm going to say. I, I knew that I was going to make it to four years because mm-hmm. I just knew I like being sober. I enjoy my life. So I was like, this weekend is going to be my sobriety birthday weekend. Mm-hmm. It was officially four years on the 22nd, which was Saturday. So Friday, we went to the pumpkin patch with Ocean, Cruz, Jax, Britt, Jared. And it was amazing and Ocean kept pointing. She went in her Monsters, Inc. costume. I saw that? Yeah, she loves it. She brings it to me every day and is like... I was dying. Wanting me to put it on her. <laughs> so I was like, you can wear it to the pumpkin patch. But she's pointing at this giant slide. Can I just tell y'all, my kid has the cutest, most fun personality in the entire world. The best. She is... I get a kick out of her. Hilarious. She's so... The funniest person I know. She's the funniest person <laughs> I know. She's so freaking cool. Yeah. So she she did like the little bouncy house, whatever, did the slide. Um, and then on Saturday for my actual like 
happy birthday, happy four years of sobriety. We went to Universal mm-hmm. with Summer Moon, Cruise, parents. So fun. There was another cute little girl, Sienna, who's um, her parents are friends with Sheena. I met them at Sheena's wedding. It is so cute. If I could, I know that it's like a hard thing to do where, you know, some people have a hard time getting pregnant and yes. I, my heart goes out to them. If <laughs> in a perfect world, you could say like, let's plan to have babies together. Yeah. With your friends. Do it. It is. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's no better feeling. I died over the photo, which I don't know if it's posted somewhere of of not only Ocean and Cruz with Ocean's arm around him, but Ocean and Summer Moon. Holding hands. And the Are ocean. you kidding? And Ocean smile in one of them? Happiest girl in the like I was dying. Are those on Sheena's page? So They're can, on Sheena's page okay. and Summer's page. And they they always tag, give them Ocean. They do. I haven't posted anything on Ocean's page like ever. Yeah. Since she was like born. It's more on your page. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. I can barely post content on my own page, let yeah. alone get content for Ocean's page. I'm I was going to say, if you want to see like most of Ocean's content, if it's not on your page, it's on Give Them Lala Baby. Yeah. It That's is on Give where Them a Lala bunch Baby. of it is. Yeah. They're just so cute and fun and you want to bottle it up. And Sienna um, grabbed onto her mom, you know, with the neck and put her head down on her shoulder. Yeah. And I said, isn't that not the best feeling in the world? And she was like, Kay, is this, this is the best feeling in the world, right? I was like, this is, that's, he- that's what heaven feels like. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. It's so sweet. There are certain things that happen when your baby first comes out of the cookie. Yeah. Or just enters the world, no matter how they, you know, surrogacy, whether it's your cookie or someone else's or you adopt, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. When you know your child, you are in heaven. When that child you know it's yours and it's come into the world. That, my love, is what heaven feels like. Oh my God, I love that. When they that. lay their head down. And I assume the first time they say I love you is also like, this is what heaven feels like. Has Ocean said it? No. She, so can I tell you? What? She did, she can't say, you just know the tone, right? Right. You just learn the tone. So I said, can you say I love you? She goes, oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. And she... She's so cute because we're like your mom and you and your mom taught her to say she won't say please yet, but she'll go. (laughs) Yeah, no, she's so. But today I did catch her so she can. She's getting taller so she can open and close the doors and she opens the door to my bedroom, Uh closes it. And, you know, I keep all the doors closed. There's not. And it was probably five seconds that she they get into something. Yeah. I see her close the door. I walk in. I can't find her. She is behind my curtain with Bella's dog food. Oh. <laughs> chowing the fuck down. She loves a good dog food. Okay, but how do I make it stop? Because I give this girl her vitamins. Right. She eats well. By the way, the dog food, because our dogs are older, we have to give them like all organic. Like people can definitely eat it, but I'm like, yeah. this is gross. It's and it was like in the corner of her mouth and stuff. I was like dry heaving. She's so sweet though because she sees them eating and she's like, oh, yes. I Is my kid a it. fucking furry? <laughs> I'm not kidding. She tries, she'll put her food on the ground sometimes and eat it like a dog. I did that literally constantly. I'm sure you did it too. Like we all, you never had a saucer of milk that you drink like a cat. I don't think so, Jess. Really? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> she is having fun. Let her eat the dog. No, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, you've got to stop. It's expensive. Yeah. 
No, it is. It's so expensive. <laughs> like, maybe cut up like a hot dog or like something that you can put in. But I don't know. I'm not a mom. I say things and parents are like, no, you do not do that. So I, I don't, don't know. know. She's living her best life though when she's doing it. But she knows she's not supposed to. Why are you hiding behind the curtain, girl? Yeah. Because you know. <laughs> you freaking know. That's funny. One more question I have about Universal. Did she ride any rides or is she not? She's old enough to ride the ride in like the Minions area okay. where it goes in circles and you can go up and down. Yeah. And it was so funny because Summer Moon was clinging to her mom, terrified. Yeah. I couldn't see Cruzy, mm-hmm. but Ocean had her hands in the air. No, she did <laughs> Looking at me. She's such a thrill seeker. Yeah. She's such a thrill seeker. I know. That's so so cute. cute. She's so fun. She's so fun. I can't fucking deal with how fun my kid is. So I have two game changers to share with you when it comes to upping your glam game. I am totally obsessed with Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress Press On False Eyelashes because I'm very into just easy right now and anyone can do it. You are going to love them just as much as I do. Both require zero glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes. There's also no annoying dry time. And the best part, zero mess. One step and you're done. The lash style options are endless, and there are so many on-trend nails to choose from. Impress, no glue manis, and press-on falsies are the easiest and fastest way to upgrade your look in just minutes. The press-on falsies have a unique under-lash application for a totally seamless look and are made with an exclusive self-stick technology that keeps them secure for up to 24 hours. The Impress Mannies have a patented super hold adhesive for up to seven days secure hold, and that's perfect for all of you busy mamas out there who don't have a lot of time to spend on glam but want to look your best. I completely get it. Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress No Glue Press On Falsies are absolutely a beauty must. You need to try them right now, so get yours today at impressbeauty.com slash lala and use code LALA at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. That's impressbeauty.com slash LALA and use code LALA at checkout for 25% off. You guys, it is finally shorts and t-shirt weather. My favorite kind of weather. Time to put the jackets and sweaters in the back of the closet where they belong. And if you're like me, I know you want to update your look for the summer but you don't want to break the bank in the process. That's where Quince comes in. Thanks to Quince, I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking so chic all summer long. Quince has premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts starting at just $30. And this is my favorite part. All Quince items are 50 to 80% less than many similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes all those savings on to us. I am wearing my Quince cashmere tee again today, and I have no shame. I got the cream color. It's so soft. It's so comfy. So chic. Almost as soft as the Quince waffle towels that I got to put in Palm Springs. We all are obsessed with those towels. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Lala for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Lala to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Lala. 
we're laying in bed one morning because, you know, I wake up, I grab Ocean, I put her in the bed with me, I have my coffee. So this this morning, Ocean wanted to go into Gigi's room. Okay. So we go into Gigi's room, I put on the show, whatever, and Gigi starts snoring. Ocean looks over at her and then approaches to see where the snoring is coming from. <laughs> Gigi snores one more time and Ocean just freaking slaps the no, shit out she of her. Does, no, she does not. Like, hits her face. <laughs> yes. What did she do? Wake up? Yeah, she, she was like, that hurts. <laughs> but Ocean, I'm sure, was like, what the fuck is that foghorn noise coming from my Gigi? <laughs> That's the funniest thing to picture, too, because Ocean, I can picture her face. She's so sweet and she's so curious. Yeah. But this is something that needed to stop. And like, you're annoying me when I'm <laughs> trying to watch Monsters, Inc., right? Oh I know. Oh, my God. I felt really bad. But at the same time, I was like, bitch, this is not normal. <laughs> like, get this looked at. <laughs> no one should sound like a foghorn trying to like guide ships in the Ooh, night let me tell you there was a reality show of literally just you lisa and ocean all day every day a camera phone i would watch the show. everyone would jess it's <laughs> the funniest shit so ever funny there's my ego again someone was like congrats on four years but your ego's out of control i was like is it ego or is it just self-love i don't know maybe they're one in the same <laughs> they're one in who the, the fuck knows <laughs> I've also decided, Jess, mm-hmm. because my skin is like freaking out. I cannot okay. get it under control. And I've come to the realization that I have to stop making out for a little bit because I'm attracted to men with facial hair and their their facial hair is making me break out on my chin. Really? Because that's where it is. Yeah. From what? You think like beard oil or just know. literally the scratchiness of it? I don't it. know what the fuck they do to those things. <laughs> they but probably like, don't wash them. Are you much. being serious? Well, I don't know. Any men with beards, write in, DM the podcast because I don't know. Do they wash them with, are, do you wash beards with like face wash or do you wash it with something else? Do you even wash it? I don't know. Do you wash it with shampoo? I would assume. I mean. Shampoo? Well, yeah, it's hair. Yeah, I don't know. But then again, like I shave my cookie and I certainly don't. It's bald as a cue ball. So (laughs) that wouldn't add up. But I assume that like women who don't shave their cookies aren't being like time to shampoo my bush. (laughs) 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 Right. So I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I'm not a beard. Do you like beards or do you just go for the guys who have the beards? I just like facial hair. There's just something about like I tend. Yeah, but the Don doesn't have facial hair. He doesn't. And that's probably why he eats the cookies so good. That's true. Yeah. He's got a lot of face tattoos, which a beard would cover those up. And then what would be the point of ever getting them? That's true. So I don't know. Well, I'm sorry for what you're going through. (laughs) (laughs) So... We'll take a break. Let's find some non-bearded men just for now. Just for now. Or maybe ones yeah. that are just like maybe a little, just a little um, shorter. A little, yes. Just like the, not five o'clock shadow because I think that's too short, but like the scruff. Yeah. Like Kyle has a little scruff and it's my favorite. And when there's gray in it, done. You love a silver I fox. I love it. I love a silver fox. Yeah, me too. I think it's so hot. I it, love the grays. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I don't know. So There's non-bearded like men. Not well. I yeah. Non-bearded, okay. non-bearded men. Okay, we'll find some just smooth for face. the purposes of my skin. Right. 
And then, it's so yeah. funny because you could tell me it's like, okay, you can have the best sex of your whole entire life every single day, but your skin's going to break out. And I'd be like, nope, not worth it. I'll never have sex again if you tell me I'll never deal with another <laughs> breakout. For real. Exactly. No, it's so important. I was listening to a podcast with a girl who said she was getting into the thing of freezing her eggs or whatever. And her doctor said, get off birth control because it will help. Um, it, you have a choice, but if you get off birth control, it will help. And she said, but this helps my face and my breakouts. And so she didn't get off birth control. No. She said, I'd rather just not have as many eggs or whatever. Oh. So it's skin's important to, to each a lot their of people. Own, to baby. each their own. So tomorrow is, talk about tomorrow. Talk about October 27th and what that means to you. Ooh, October 27th. Huge, huge day for me. October 27th is when I moved all of my shit out of the old house and left the relationship for good. Mm -hmm. October 28th is when that person found out. But October 27th, my shit was out. I knew that I was leaving. And it's my Independence Day. It's your Independence Day. It's a huge freaking day. And you know... I read somewhere he commented on something that maybe now I can move on with my life because I've quote unquote found someone, which by the way, I have not like this cookie way too good. I'm throwing it, baby. <laughs> You're not just this saving This cookie everyone. way too good, bitch. Bust it wide she open. Is that what you Bust it say? wide open. For anyone who comes correct, it's yours for the taking, baby. I deserve yeah. that. Yes, you do. Um, but I posted, you know, I'll move on with my life. When I know my child is safe. Mm. When I know the other children are safe. Period. Point blank. All right? Yep. Until then, you ain't shutting this mouth up. Yep. I will continue to talk about my experience. And, and by the way, it ain't about you, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. This is about me helping other women to say, you know what? I'm strong enough to leave a relationship that I'm not happy in. I'm strong enough to leave a relationship where it's not safe. It's toxic. I will never shut up about this topic. And it has nothing to do with this person or that person. It has to do with I am a woman wanting to help other women who think, who think they're not strong enough. Mm -hmm. It is my job, my duty, my responsibility to remind you, you are strong enough. And you're not going to realize that until you decide I'm getting the fuck out. Mm -hmm. So October 27th is a huge, huge day for me. And I just want to say congrats because October 27th, we were together. Yep. And just, it's been a year. And sometimes it feels, I'm like, oh yeah. Sometimes it feels like it's been three months and other times it feels like it's been like 10 years. Personally, I feel like I met you and, you know, worked with you a little bit before everything happened and you moved out. But the person I've seen in this past year, and I've told you this before, and I'll say it again, is one of the most badass, inspiring, oh my God, (laughs) not going to get emotional. What is, oh my God, what is going on? It's a big, Uh, sorry guys, I'm getting emotional. (laughs) Just very, just, just badass, inspiring, strong, killing it. Like, I have learned so much from you in this past year than I've ever learned 
from any woman in my life. And I'm obsessed with the women in my life. My mom, my sister, we've lived very privileged lives. And just to just to see you and watch you this past year, I'm, I'm very grateful to have met you and to be working for you. Well, I'm extremely grateful for you. And I feel like you are a godsend. You know, you came into my life at the perfect time. And I don't think it was just to help me kill it because we've never done better. The brand has never done better since you came into my world. But you were my safe space. You know, when I knew I was leaving, you took you took over for me so that I could, you know, try to mentally wrap my mind around what was happening in my life. Mm-hmm. You found me somewhere to go. You packed my shit. You rented the fucking cars. You put a, the paper on the camera <laughs> so that no one could see anything. You were a fucking soldier. And I couldn't have done it without you. Well, we, so. we, I love you. And we had our crew that day, which is just like the best crew. Yeah. I love that crew. Me too. I mean, we, yeah. were, we were buttoned the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really... You know, and people can say it's been a year, move on. But you have to remember, yes, it's been a year. But a, for many, many months, I was dealing with so much trauma. Mm-hmm. So I'm in no position to get into another relationship, even though I'm in a great place. It's been a year since it all happened. A lot of those months were for me to process. Mm-hmm. So really, it hasn't been a year. I want to start it from when I can say, okay, you know what? We're in a good space. We're going to start the healing. And I've been healing. It's so crazy because the healing kind of just came with time. Mm -hmm. And me purging and and talking to really strong women around me, talking to you guys, Mm -hmm. you know, people DMing me where I didn't feel alone, that I felt like I was strong. And... It's so crazy because so many people from the outside say, you're so strong. How did you do this? And it's like, because of people like you, Mm -hmm. y'all gave me strength in that moment. That wasn't all me. That was me in that moment saying, I'm going to lean in to anyone who's supporting me right now because they're going to be my backbone for a while. I mean, full circle and it'll keep going, but the amount of people and messages we've got who've said you have done that for them is like incredible well we're all doing it for each other yeah right and i i have to i have to share this with you guys so you know those accounts that post blinds yes like dumois and stuff Yeah. yeah so there's one called um there's one called reveal moi okay and the subject is cheater cheater pumpkin eater Message, this ex-Pump Rules cast member cheated on his then-fiance before they got married. He cheated a week before they left for their bachelor party. He was sliding in my DMs up until the bachelor party, and he is a mere 20 years older than me. No matter what he tries to portray, he is not innocent. So I fucking comment, all right? Okay. I said, I'm sick of these blinds from these women. Who are you and who was creeping? Look out for each other. Don't be a fucking square and hide behind keeping everything anonymous. Bring the smoke so me and my girls know who the fuck we are sleeping next to and can dip out. Yep. I'm so... Look out for each other. I am begging you. If someone is not acting right, you better come correct. Who are you? 
Who did you creep with? Show me the receipts. Give me a timeline. Where were you at? So that we stop making babies with these motherfuckers. Because I think a lot of women, when everything came out, there were a lot of women... Not a lot. There were some women who said, oh, I just thought it's Hollywood. Like everyone has. And I know Lala was shocked when I said this to her. But um, when I said this to you a while ago, I said I, a lot of people thought like everyone has like a um, uh, a what's it called? Like a situation. Where it's an agreement. Oh. It's a silent agreement. Oh, that's how Hollywood is. Well, guess what? That's not. Reach out to us and ask. Yes. Do you exactly. guys have an agreement? So I can tell you yes and you can move about your business or I can tell you no and you can come to me with with receipts so that I can say thank you girl. Mm -hmm. But it's like I'm not going to be mad at you. Mm -hmm. Not going to be mad at you. All right. Because you've saved me even though should you know better. Probably. But guess what? If it ain't you it's going to be some other freaking girl. So just come to me because you're actually going to save us. Yeah. Yeah. Come to Lala and like she said, go to the other ones. And if you think, oh, surely they have an agreement, you might as well reach out because worst that's going to happen is the woman will ignore you or she'll go, yep, nope, we're all good. Thanks. Or she'll say, thank God you just fucking told me. Yes. Like there's, yeah, there's no downside really to reaching out and looking out for a fellow Well, by the way, all the chicks that came forward for me, I was not judging them at all. I was so grateful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you, bitch. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to mm-hmm. be mad about it. Shit happens. Yeah. Shit happens in life, right? Yeah. So happy Independence happy Day Independence to me tomorrow. To happy four years to me tomorrow. Yay! Or tomorrow. <laughs> Already. And this is such an exciting episode. People have been asking about this one. Well, it was supposed to come out last week, Mm -hmm. but I was like, we got to talk about BravoCon. By the way, people are obsessed. I have DMs being like, who would have thought Easton would have brought the fucking piping hot English breakfast about BravoCon? (laughs) Easton, of all people, my little brother. Oh my God, yeah. Brought it all. Quiet ones with the hat (laughs) down low, sitting in the corner with what looks to be an ankle monitor. Is really AirPods. I fucking love Ethan. But then I, I wish he lived here. He would be. We, he would be on this. So we made a game plan. Okay, we let's made hear a game it. plan. I think he's going to be out here by definitely next year. I mean, or Wait. maybe this end. What are we in right now? Permanently, we're in October. I think he'll be out here by like April or May. Stop. Yeah. Like permanently. Yeah, he came out. He was supposed to come for 3 <gasps> days from BravoCon. Yes. And instead, you know, we needed each other, all of us. Yeah. And it we just took like a mental family uh yeah. one day. Or, I, and, and it was he, like we need <gasps> to be together. I love that. He needs to be here. He needs to be I here. I thought he we wasn't living other. here cuz he didn't want to live here, but if he wants to live here, he needs to be here. We're codependent. We're a codependent family. You can say it's You're not healthy. Tight. I don't care. I don't think I don't think it's codependent in the way that a lot of people will think you guys are a close family and I know it from being in a close family and there's nothing in my opinion better than that. And mind you, your family doesn't have to be your blood. Your family can be Anybody. whoever. But to me, a close family is like, it's what gets, it's what has gotten me through and it's what I'm sure gets you through and you know. Yeah. And a lot of people were also saying, love the episode, but to be honest, I can't stop thinking about what I would do to Easton behind closed doors. I'm stop. like, stop. The- does he take DMs? He or takes he's not D- interested? Yeah, no, he takes DMs. There were a few I punted over to him. There were? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, this bitch has been harassing me about you for the past week. So I here you that. go. 
Take you it know, or leave if it. you you'd have a great sister-in-law, you guys. I mean, oh, come on. Would you though? Yes. Are you kidding? Okay, I'm very protective <laughs> of Easton. Um, no, today's gonna be lit. We have Lauren and Michael Bostic on the podcast from the Skinny Confidential, his and hers. Mm-hmm. So fun, so amazing. They are up next. We did a swap. It was supposed to air last week, like I said, but it's here today. So you're welcome. We'll be right back with the Bostics. I have been very transparent with you guys about my hair struggles between the pregnancy hormones and bleaching it all the time. I have been having some serious hair issues. And now with baby number two on the way, I'm already being proactive about my hair thanks to Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. And I am definitely one of those people. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the root causes of thinning, which are stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism. You can take the Nutrafol hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Because I know we are all different and we're on different hair journeys. Nutrafol makes building a hair growth routine super easy. Purchase online, no prescription required. You get free shipping and automatic deliveries so that you never miss a day. And you'll see results in three to six months. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering Give Them Lala listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter promo code LALA. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com, promo code LALA. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code LALA. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. We're so you can come back anytime you want to our podcast. That was that was a good one. You can't tell me that because I take people up on that when they're like, you should hit me up. I'm like, but I am going to do that. Open so in, like, can I, I for I'm real? Not, I'm not kidding. Un- open invite. Yeah. Open invite. You're easy to talk to. Open invite. Some people are like, oh my God, you're a fucking dud and we just got to squeeze it out of you. I'm like, come on, like enough of the lemon water you know? well I always wonder how you guys because I feel like every episode by the way I have not subscribed or what is I, what is the word like downloaded any podcast I have you guys Heather McDonald my own obviously <laughs> and not skinny but not fat they're both very talented on the mic too. but all of those people you and mentioned these, like they, both Heather of them are and very Amanda are like again saying like they can just go there's and just all, like, some they, people that know how are just quick yeah, we're like, I don't even care who the guest is. Like, I'm tuning in for, like, you yeah. guys or yep. Heather. Like, they could be doing it solo. Like, you you keep up on the conversation even if you had a dud of a guest. But that's why when I was, like, you should just be able to, like, riff with whoever. You don't totally. You like, also just be don't like, I don't, like, you're we, the star. I have this and we have the... the Say it again. You're the star. See, this is why I think so highly of myself. Because Good. I sit in a room with you guys and you're like, you're great. And then I go home to my mom and she's like, you're so great. <laughs> I mean, you got no one people. can tell me otherwise. Good. Let's talk about the new babe. Yes. 
How do you feel about this? I was telling Michael outside, just be prepared. I don't have a boy, but I'm sitting here telling you what you should be prepared for. Tell me everything. But like Zaz sits there and she's like super chic, super cool, right? We don't see her meltdowns on social media. Well, sometimes we do on yours. She has them. Right? But even those look chic because you're like in can when she has them. (laughs) (laughs) Her meltdown in San Tropez was iconic. I should have filmed it. Like somebody needs to get their fucking kid under control. And I turn around and it's arcade. I'm like, oh shit, it's She's us. butt naked running through Hotel Ducap. But you guys, before I had Ocean, I would see other people's kids and I'm like, my kid will never be that way. Like the ones running through the restaurant and then you have a kid and you're like, fuck it, run through the restaurant. I don't care. It's honestly, sometimes I'm just like, just let her do what she's going to do. What's her sign? Aquarius. She's Aquarius. Oh. What's Ocean's? She's a Pisces, but She's Aquarius Pisces. are just like, ooh. I, you know? yeah, I always want to let my kids be who they are. I think what my parents did for me so well is there was never any judgment surrounding who I wanted to be. For instance, they never like pushed the lawyer or the doctor like you have to go to school. They were always like, whatever you do, just be the best at it, whatever that is. So my parents were the same way. So I can't wrap my head around parents who are like, you have to go to college. I mean, what were your parents like, Michael? Were not like that. I mean, they wanted me to go to school. My mom was, my mom's half Japanese. So like she was bringing that energy, which was like, wanted me, but then I was like a terrible student. I was kicked out of everywhere and getting fights. And so like, they were also kind of like, okay, shit, maybe he's not going to Harvard. Okay. Michael right? got more detentions than I've ever seen anyone get. He was in detention from Monday through Friday, Saturday school. Who's a, he mooned the principal. <laughs> Oh, teachers savage. Off. He was oh, he was horrible. Well, it, we and can, it's because you guys went to school together, right? Since we were twelve. We could you could relate <sighs> to me on this. It became a thing where like they were trying to break me down by the detention. So I'm like, fuck it, I'm just gonna get all the detentions and, sh- well, and so, detention is not that bad. No, so then they had to convert him to Saturday school. Because there's not that enough time. Sucks. Then they had to convert him to suspensions. Then my mom's like, Enough, dude. You know? Right. I don't think that you have to be an all star student to do what you want to do. I feel like that's a myth we've been told. Well, I also think, and obviously if people are going to like these incredible schools, I understand like you got to be smart. But for me, people are going to hate me for this, but I'm saying it. Say it. You know how to read and retain what you read. All right. You're a good test taker, but can you survive in the outside world? Also, do you have EQ? EQ to me is the most underrated thing. I don't know why no one talks about it. No one talks about it. Self-awareness, knowing how to interact. Are your arms closed off when you're talking to someone? Are they open? Are you charismatic? Do you have strength? Do you have warmth? Do you have a presence? Do you know how to speak in front of people? There's so many things they don't teach you in school. It's like, I don't understand this like prescription for everyone that they need to go to college. The reality I, I is, wish I didn't go to college, actually. I'm going to say that. A lot of school. Wait, you went to college? I'm so impressed. See, but then there are people that tell me they went to college, like my assistant Jess. She, tell, she told me she graduated from college. I was like, holy shit, you're so smart. <laughs> I, I, I really wish I didn't go to college. I wish I put it towards like the money. No, I wish I wish I took the money and started my own business younger. Mm. Well, college and school can be really dangerous for some people because you go through a system that's all based on following rules and then getting the results for following certain rules. And then what happens is you get into the real world and there is no rules and you come up against people that don't care about any of the rules. And then you're like, wait a minute, I followed the rules and I should be allowed to have success now. And it's like, well, the rest of the world doesn't really care. And so like, I think it can be dangerous for some people that go through that whole system thinking that if you being successful in school correlates to success in the real world because it doesn't necessarily mean that no and i always knew what i wanted to be from the time i was 12 and you like, wanted to be on stage i wanted to be in the arts but it wasn't Just like i wanted what you thought yes which is cool though and i didn't want to do it wasn't like i wanted to be on broadway 
You know, I just wanted to be on someone's TV. Well, I it's so interesting to me because I, like I said on my podcast, you read I read the book, and I think you talk about being bullied. So you almost like took took those tactics, and then you took the on stage tactics, and then you also I feel like utilized your looks in the right way, in my opinion. Well, thank like, you. You're beautiful, and you put it all together, and you get Vanderpump Rules. Right, which by the way, when Vanderpump first started, you know, they started airing the like tune in the new show. I was like, who the fuck is gonna watch that? And then little did I know, someone upstairs was like, bet you're gonna be on that one day because your whole life with the bullying has prepped you for reality television. I didn't realize that I was, I used to watch reality TV as a kid. What, like the real world and shit like that? Oh, I love the real world. That's such yeah. a good one. And I always thought, like, that sounds, that looks awesome, but, like, I don't want to do that. I don't want my real life but followed. you're so good at it. That's so nice of you to say. You are. It's an art. It really is. Reality TV is an art. It's, I also can imagine, too, that you get recognized wherever you go, and I don't think that this is talked about enough with celebrities and reality stars. That is, people are going to be like, but it is, it's it's an extra layer of stress in a way because I'm sure sometimes you just want to pump gas. Well, for me, I look at it differently because I, I know that I'm, I know that I have talents because I worked on them as a child because I wanted to be in the arts. So I know that I have those. But as far as what I'm doing right now, which people may consider it a talent or not, but doing reality TV without these people watching the show... I don't get to do what I do. So I never get sick of people coming up to me That's cool. and wanting to talk because without them, I don't have what I have. You know who else said that on a podcast? Kim Kardashian. Did she really? She said she never gets sick of people coming up to her or taking photos because this is everything she always wanted. That's See, I'm not a huge... I'm a huge fan of like Kardashian, but I don't know anything that goes on or what they say. Like I don't tune into the show. It wasn't even on the show. It was on a random podcast. She see, said the same I, thing. Yeah. Okay, I love so that. So I'm basically like Kim Kardashian. You're, much. Ba- you're basically like Kim Kardashian. So I have to know then people... Because you have a huge social media following. I think that for me, it's not necessarily about the following. I think what I've tried to do is really cultivate the community. Like, I will take time to respond to DMs. I will make sure I'm answering the questions. Like, everything I post has to add something to the person's life. Or it has to make them laugh. It has to entertain them. It has to educate them. It has to give them a takeaway or else I feel like I'm wasting their time. Totally. And I think a lot of influencers who got famous, like, in 2010... We're just like, look at my nail polish and look at my dress. And I've always been like, instead of like, look at me, I'm like, let's look at other people well, and like pull that, put that together and make it a resource. I think also the perspective is, is and like, this is not, this is not the wrong, the, don't take this wrong way. It's just a different thing. It's like, because we didn't have a platform where there was like a syndication pushing us and we didn't, right. we didn't have the, so like the, the whole time is like, okay, if you're not creating valuable Content that the audience or listenership cares about. It's like they have the choice of so many other creators online, and we don't have anybody else that's ever going to step in and be like, "Oh, you guys are going to go back on a platform next season." Don't worry, right? Right. We have to be able to go in and be like, "Okay, if it's not valuable and people aren't getting some kind of entertainment or they're not getting inspired or not getting educated, like you can, they can go choose millions of other people." But but that's why I'm so impressed by it because there's so many people who ask me, "How did you build this brand?" And I almost have to take a step back and and I almost feel guilty about it because I have the luxury 
and this opportunity was brought to me by being on a show that that kind of pushed me to the top with does yeah, that but, make sense? But like, not a lot what? of people do what you've done yeah. with that platform. Like you, can, I can, we can, the real world, you can go through the, the host of a million reality stars that have kind of just been washed out because like they just rested their laurels on the success of the show and then the show changes or seasons change or they get cut. And it's like, you never hear from them again. So like you've built something because you've been smart enough and savvy enough to say, okay, like I have an opportunity. I'm going to take advantage of it in the right way. Like I'm not, you know, not taking advantage in the wrong way, but like you've been able to leverage that success into other areas of success that's what i was going to say i would caveat that with that you have you have educated entertained inspired further from like when you're off the show you're still making sure you're providing value you're making people laugh like whatever it is you're giving them advice about being in a shit relationship and what they should do like when you can give people tangible things that they can apply to their own life that is where you can take to the next level. And I feel like you're doing that off the show. So you're good. Yeah, like the show ends doesn't mean it's the end for you because you like people now will go with you wherever you go. But a lot of times that's not the case for other people on reality TV. Like the show ends and it's like, like like that's it for them, right? Not to like shit on people, but that it's like the majority of people that go on these television shows, like the show ends, they get kicked off. It's like, they're done. Bethany Frankel does a goddamn good job. She doesn't need a reality show. I, I don't look up to very many people Bethany Frankel is one of my all times. I am so impressed by her and just what she has done. She came from nothing. And then on top of, you know, creating her foundation of Be Strong, it's just she has everything. Like she's got it figured out. In my mind, business, I don't know her personally, but she seems like someone who's got it figured out. Like I want to take what she's done. Like I said on your guys' podcast, if you don't have what I want, and we learned this in AA, then I most likely will not listen to you. She has what I want. So I would take all the advice. Same with you guys, though. I'm looking, like I even texted you the other night, which I didn't respond to your other one. I'm the worst texter oh. ever. You're just as bad I as I am. I will take a, mo- I, I can't, you, when you have a kids, you, no, you can't. No, I know. Anyone so you get it, that's why I didn't feel that. bad. You could literally not text me for eight months to that text, and I would be just fine. Okay, that's how I am too. That's the kind of friend but I, I was am. asking you, how if you had a publicist because you're literally everywhere i don't that's very nice i walk in erewhon it's like oh a pink drink i mean i i feel like though like you're on the top tv show but thank you but that's the thing you're not and you're still doing crazy shit that's why i say i've had my brand for 14 years but look at what you've done like it really is inspiring it's kind of like looking at someone like rod stewart versus like artist today where I'm like Rod Stewart got to where he is with zero social media that's true you had to go out and like either buy his little cassette Forever Young don't even talk to me about oh, Forever Young such a good the song the anthem okay Taylor, you have to cue that song it's such a good song it's so good so you are someone I'm impressed by that's because nice. you didn't have anybody like pushing you to the top you did it all on your own and that's why I was like who the fuck does her PR because you're everywhere. Then I'm working with Doe and they're like, oh, by the way, this is skinny confidentials that you'll be uh, We need to give them getting. Lala Doe. Make it happen. Like who is running we, shit with you guys because you're killing well, it. We need, to, we need to give them Lala Doe. That would be good. And like that green color that you have for oh, your skin yeah. line, it's like the perfect, it's like you a know, sea foam kind here, of green. Here's Yummy. the unlock, which I think like you're already onto, is like once you realize that nobody's actually gonna do it for you, and that like there is no PR, there's no press, there's no agent, there's no manager. Like, and I'm not saying that we haven't worked with great people like we have over the years, but 
in large part, it's been like really understanding that if you want to build something great, like you got to put in the time, you got to put in the effort, and you got to fucking do it yourself. Like it's like there's not, it's nobody's going to hand it to you, and there's the competition. I would, is so I would high. also caveat that by saying that it's important to have strategic people around you of who course, are, of course. are um, and I, I, by the way, that could mean like reading Charlie Munger's book. Like but I'm not saying like it. Needs, I love how much you love books. I love no, it but makes the largest, me so happy. The largest thing, though, is like, I think when, when you think about any of this stuff or people that have had success in this new kind of landscape, it's like if you're putting out stuff that people find valuable that's helping them in their life, whether it's inspiring them, like I said, or making them laugh or educating them or like whatever, like they'll kind of support you enough where like they kind of they're your publicists, like they do it for you. You know totally. what I mean? Like we, do, we don't have a lot like a lot of outside resources but like the audience is so supportive and they and they back whatever she does i also think and this is something i think that's in aa just that i learned through my sister is that acknowledging people people want to be acknowledged so if you have like this huge following and you can't take 10 to 20 to 30 minutes of your day to acknowledge the people that have supported you you're right that's a problem no you're right like every once in a while i'll like put my audiences um clear the teacher list on my stories or i'll put their brand on my stories or like I'll retweet something that, like you have to support the people that have supported you absolutely I think there becomes a problem when you get too many followers and we all know these influencers now that have 10 million followers right where there's a there's a um, wall there's a barrier between the influencer and and the follower and that's when it becomes celebrity which becomes unattainable what Bethany Frankel has done so well and seamless is she's broken the wall down. So you feel like when you're watching her TikTok that, that she is your friend giving you sound advice. And she's, you haven't watched her TikTok. She's doing it perfectly. And you know who else is crushing it? Who? Spencer Pratt. Well, she's speaking to Spencer you. Spencer Pratt has been killing the game. Spencer Pratt is killing it because you feel like when he is on his TikTok that he's talking to you and he's become so much more likable because you've got to know the ins and outs and the whys. Totally. Yeah, he's he's doing a very good job. Oh my gosh, you're giving... My mind is going insane right now. I wish you could be in it. I feel like... There's so many little I think the filter is going away. Like the the, the facade between... You have to like get down and dirty with the people who are supporting you. But I feel like that is like the recipe to success these days is... When people come and buy, you know, whether it's a lip gloss or a palette, they're doing it because I'm I'm not a makeup artist. I'm doing it. There's no glamorous lighting. It's like me and my mirror. And it's it's something that is approachable. I also would layer it with the fact that they've seen what you've gone through and they want to support you, which is that that would make me want to cry. That's like amazing that they they're going to a checkout. You're not you're right. You're not a makeup artist. I mean, every your makeup, whatever you're wearing right now, it's like I don't even think you're wearing anything, but you're just naturally you're so pretty. Nice. So I think people one want to look like you, but they also want to support you in everything you've gone through, and and then that is like oh my god, that's a community. That is a community. Yeah. I mean, do you, Michael, help her with when when you came to him with the idea? Because obviously you guys are like best friends as well as all lovers and friends I'm playing that in the car um she comes to you and she's like I want to start this line so it doesn't really does he help you with any of that yes do you help me so much because you're a fucking genius no 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 he's he's a genius actually yes no no keep going what else am I not you are a genius (laughs) he's a genius with a huge dick no (laughs) oh that's the best all I want is a genius add that to my list for the last you know what the best thing about this man is his brain well 
I it just, is. I think smart. I think um, I try to look at things. We were talking about this earlier. I don't even know if made in the like. I was. I, I think about how things connect. Okay. Right. And I think it's like, like okay, he's on mushrooms all the time. You like, oh, how would it be? like I look at Lauren and I'm like, okay, you want to build this online community. Okay. But then if you, once you do that, you have to create this content and it has to be these kind of ways and has to serve them in this way. But then once you do that, like, what is that, what does that community really want for you? And it's like this product line, of course, like we helped fund it and I can help put like operators in place and, and all these things that you take to operate a business, which honestly you can read books about and figure out, right? It's just like practicing. But it's more important to think about like how is that brand positioned within the entire ecosphere and is this something the community is going to resonate with and like when we talk about the product I'm like does it make sense to come out X, Y, or Z product and like what I what I try to do because this is largely her brainchild and her thing is like I come in with the edits and be like okay does that make sense to the storyline does that make sense to like like if you're going to launch this, like, does it make sense to everything else you've been talking about? Or like, does this skew really mash up with everything else? And I think some people like, they what start- he's trying to say nicely is that I am like no, psycho creative no, and I'll saying. have 600 ideas and he funnels it. I think people, right. But that's up. important to have that. Oh yeah. Oh no, yeah. People fuck up in business because they have an idea and it's a short term idea. They don't think all the way to the end. And then what they do is like, when you start having any kind of success in life, you're going to get all sorts of different opportunities. And and the hard thing is to be disciplined and not just jump at every opportunity mm. because then you're like, you're like a squirrel just chasing a bunch of different nuts, right? And it's like, it all becomes disjointed. So it's an easy trap to fall into when you're having early success because everyone's throwing, hey, do you want to promote this? Do you want to partner with this? Do you want to do this? And you're like, yes, yes, yes. And all of a sudden, like your story doesn't make sense anymore. And the audience is like, what the fuck are you doing? And so what I try to do with anyone I work with is like, hey, how does this all make sense to the long-term vision that you're building? Okay. We're different sides of the brain completely. But that's why it works because you, because I'm like you where I sit there and I'm like, let's do it all. It doesn't make any fucking sense, but whatever, you know, as long as my logo's on it, it does. You no, you've done a good job how you rolled out your brands. They, they, your brands do make sense. Well, you can do it all. You just have to map out how all, all of that is coming together and when, right? Like sometimes you got to pass and like, not this one, not now, this one, maybe later, but it's all just got to map out. It's like you all, we all know these people that like all of a sudden they do something like, what the fuck is that? That makes no sense. Right. You know? No, I do know because I have this internal battle daily of what makes sense, what doesn't make sense. And I don't have a person where I can be my filter. You can text us anytime. This is my favorite conversation with anyone who t- I like love looking at a brand from a bird's eye view and being like, okay, move this like a chessboard. Totally. Well, Lisa Vanderpump. Like, yes. If I have one talent, it's like, and I'm, cause I know I am. I'm decent on a mic and I can hold a conversation, but I am not talent. Meaning like Lauren is the talent and I can recognize it. And you are a talent. And I think where I'm helpful sometimes is by recognizing that potential and saying, okay, now let's like really get what's in your brain, what you really want to do and like map it out in an organized way. Okay. No, I love that. I mean, obviously look at what you've built. Yes. It's pretty. Someone said the other day, they're like, they're going to be talking about you in like in podcast like books in high in like 20 years because what he's done with Dear Media is so disruptive to the podcast space it's so different than what any other podcast network is doing 
he's building brand. I know. Well, because I'm not interested in actually building anyone's podcast. You're right. Which it's is, like, that's which is which weird. You're interested in building their brand. I'm right. interested in saying like, okay, this is a good cornerstone of the internet to control a lot of attention and have a lot of engagement. But now what do you want to do with it? And he also doesn't uh, kick people off networks because they said something on a mic, which seems like... Well, because I don't care about just like... Which getting, is pretty mind-blowing. I don't really care about just He's getting ad dollars, right? Because no. like, I'm again, I'm building a brand and like, to me, if you're going garnishing attention or garnering attention and people are paying attention like you have the ability to then do something greater yeah with he's that. not trying to control I'm not the like, talent oh, you know um you know wh- whatever advertisers doesn't like what this person says they're pulling out it's like okay fine pull out we're not focused on like you're part of it you're part of the cash the ad we're is focused the fart on, in the wind yeah. oh my gosh my dad used to say that no one has he ever did? said that I said it the other day and someone looked at me like I was insane and they're like what does that mean I love that you just said that that's You're like so a, cute. They're like a fart in the wind. <laughs> I have to know, and I, I literally hate when people ask me this question, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Go. Now with two kids, what is the balancing act? I hate when people ask me this, but I, I have to know, like, do you feel mom guilt? All the time. I, I feel mom guilt being here. Don't you? Like, do you? Like, I feel mom guilt being away any second. No, I feel that. And even, so I obviously am, I share my child and... Which I'm, I can't imagine, by the way. That's no, a lot. No, it's extremely difficult. And I have to plan out my days or weeks with people. And there are times where it's I can't do the whole, like, hey, do you want to hang out tonight? I got my kid. Doesn't matter if she's going to be asleep because I'm going to be there while she's sleeping. So I definitely know what you're feeling just by being here. You have to have friends that are not high maintenance. Because if someone is high maintenance... Like, my kids are my number one priority. I want to be with them. We were talking about this the other day. We want to travel with our kids. Not a lot of people, like some people don't, which is fine. That's great. Can I come as a third wheel with my kid? Come with Ocean. We don't okay. want yes. to, like, I, I think like the whole point of having kids is to be with them, right? And like, I get, totally. listen, everybody needs a break once in a while. I'm not saying they don't, but like, there's, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are like constantly trying to escape their children. I'm like, I. It has I, to be for work for me. Yeah, like it has to be a really good reason for us to leave our kids. Yeah, it's and by the way, I want to say this: I have help. Like I'm not trying to be like I do it all. I'm an octopus. But you're also, but you're also a work. I'm glad you're acknowledging that because obviously having help is a luxury. We have a lot of help. But you also both work. You're not a stay-at-home mom. I want my kids to see me work. I'm, I'm glad that they see me work. It's, I think it's an incredible thing for them to see, both of us bringing in income. Yeah. But at the same time, I still have mom. I mean, it's it's the thing is a mother, part of being a mother. It's so fucked though because you're like, it's like you can't win. It's like that if you stay at home, then I'm sure there's all these different things with that. It's like you really that's that's what the hard thing for me about being a parent. It's not black and white. One hundred percent. When it comes down to it, the reason I feel absolutely zero guilt about help is like we work hard to do this, and I know that without doing this kind of thing and working the way we do, that I I know personally I would not be a happy, fulfilled person. But I have not asked you as a man. I said, do you feel this guilt that I feel? And you said no. I don't. It's so is I, that because a man is supposed to be like a in a cookie cutter world a provider no i don't think i feel the guilt not because of any kind of male female thing i feel like i i've i've gotten okay in my brain that like i know what i was saying a second ago if that if i wasn't able to work the way i do and do the things i I wouldn't be a fulfilled happy person in my own life which would in effect negatively impact my children because i wouldn't be happy right and i want to be able to bring the happiest version of myself to my children and so like 
part of that day includes me, you know, working and being away and obviously utilizing help. I and then still the other feel part guilty. is. I, sure. I think it's a woman thing. I still. No, I. S- but can I tell you, I get what both of you are saying. And I had this conversation with Stasi. Whatever makes you feel happy and fulfilled is exactly what you should do, right? Because your kids feel that. Correct. For me, I'm like you, Michael. I, I don't think that I would feel fulfilled if I were a stay-at-home mom. I like to work. I watched my mom work. It's just in my nature where I like to be out there and it just makes me feel independent. It, it fuels a part of me that needs to be fueled. Where a lot of my friends who live in Utah are stay-at-home moms and they're totally content. And then they'll talk to me and be like, but I feel like I feel like when I talk to you, like you think that you're looking at me a certain way. And I'm like, I'm not looking at you like anything. If you are happy and content and fulfilled in your life as a stay-at-home mom, that is exactly where you should be. And by the way, I don't think I could do it. Yeah. By the way, okay, why, can we just like say this? Everyone is different. It's I know. Okay to be different. We don't all have to be the same. There's one That's rule that people, people can't grasp. Prerogative. That. Like, yeah. where did we get they to this place where we have to all love one thing? They think if you say I couldn't be a stay-at-home mom, that you're shitting on stay-at-home moms, and that's not what it's about. It's about finding what makes you personally happy. And in it life. could be a mix. Maybe you want to do both. Like, totally. Well, there's, there's like one rule that Lauren and I live by. Like, we don't give other people parenting advice. We don't tell them how to parent. And we we do share kind of how we do but we never say our way is right for everybody else because everybody's completely different and if you're staying home and you're working that makes you happy and you feel like a great parent like all I will you. say it's, though it's the best job. piece of advice that I've ever got about parenting or if you're working and going out and then like that makes you happy like I, I think it's so dicey to just blanketly give people parenting advice but this advice was good I have to give this one advice Jamie O'Banion, who owns Beauty Bio, has four children. She is running a multi-million dollar company. Badass. And she came on the podcast and I was like, what, four, chil- like four children, you got to fuck your husband. Like, it's like, it's like so, so much lot. more. It's not an Sounds octopus. like a lot. <laughs> it's like jack you off under the table while I make quinoa and like I know that post was an, an Instagram. Like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> while I'm trying to learn from a podcast, like it's like a lot. <laughs> is that under the table thing an option? <laughs> Anyway, that's always an option. It's always an option. I always rally. So I said, what do you like? What do you do? What's the advice? And she said, Lauren, when I lay my head down on the pillow, I either think I was a great mom today or I think I was a great businesswoman. She's like, I've never laid it down and thought both. Wow. And that totally resonated for me because I'm like, yeah, there's going to be days of the week where I like you're you're not going to lay your head down on the pillow and like that's too high of an expectation on yourself. I love that. I did too. It made me feel better. Someone asked me on on a tour, what advice can you give me as someone who's about to give birth and be a new mom? And I was like, the advice I'm going to give you is don't take any advice That's from anybody. Great, that's a good because one. Because you're going to figure it out on your own and what works for you. And what it's works true. for you is going to be different from every other parent that you know. And by the way, and we learned this on our podcast is you your life it ebbs and flows and you can be thrown a curveball that no one can understand like you mentioned like it's hard to find a therapist how can you find a therapist who understands what you've gone through when you've gone through like i'm sure you're like talking to someone and they're like this is a unique experience it is yeah totally no it's you just go i've learned with life you just roll with the fucking punches I never thought that like AA would come in handy in my everyday life. Because when, you, when you're a newcomer, you just think like, this is going to help me not drink. No, it helps you just deal with life one day at a time. What's the best AA advice? I think the best AA advice was when, which I said this to you, 
listen to people who have what you want. Yeah, that's a good one. That one one. always stuck with me. I feel like I need to read that book. Is that weird to read that? No, I actually encourage people, whether you want to get sober or you're just like a total normie, to read it. My sister told me one that I'm obsessed with, like what other people think of you is none of your, your business. Did I say that right? Say it again. What other people think of me is none of my business. Yes. There's so. Can I tell you, because you're a big reader, you should read I it. I know. I'm kind of like really interested in reading it. I don't know how I haven't read that. You've got to read it. I encourage everyone to do that. Okay. If people are living under a rock, where can people find you guys? At Lauren Bostick and at The Skinny Confidential. Love yeah. it. Our show and then anything on Dear Media. I'm obsessed. Thank you guys so much. Thank, Thank you. you for having us. Of course. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.